Why I talk about your mama, your daddy, your dog, and, and your, your cat, maybe even you. Maybe even you. <laughs> Blue Noise with Talisa Ann. I'm sitting here with Aisha LaShawn, and I'm also sitting here with Sandra K. Hey, KK, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You good? You better yeah, than good, you good. Yeah, she I'm say good. she good. What about you, Aisha LaShawn? How you doing today? I'm doing really good today. Really good? Why you doing so good? Because I finally got a job. Oh my God, you can move out. I know. <laughs> I That's wait. good. So where are you going to be working at, Aisha? Um, as a cell phone technician. Oh, cell phone technician. Hey, Aisha got a job. Hey. That's what's up, what's up. But anyway, we're going to talk about Nick Cannon. You know, I was on the internet, you know, surfing, looking for gossip, and I came across this uh, ad on bossup.com, bossup.com, media gossip site, uh, about Nick Cannon. He says, smashing white women is a symbol of success for black men. My thing is, first of all, you're an idiot. The thing is, with all black men are always talking about, you know, how they want to hold black men down, they want to keep black men down, and all this old different stuff. But they're teaching younger black men that being with a black woman doesn't mean that you're successful. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not discriminating now. I don't care who people date or how they date them or when they date them. If it's love, it's love. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you're dating someone just because of their complexion or their race, it's never going to work out because you got to date by the character. You know what I'm saying? The person. It's the person. It's the person's character makes you fall in love with them. You know what I'm saying? Even if this girl is beautiful or whatnot, she could be a beautiful black woman, beautiful Spanish, or whatever. <coughs> if her character sucks, at the end of the day, it's not going to last. Mm-mm. But my thing is, like I said, you always got these black men out here always preaching about how they want to uplift the black race, but they study dogging black women. What's your opinion on that, Sandra? I think he's a self-hater. Definitely self-hate. I think that's slave mentality. Yeah, that's pathetic. It's very pathetic and so tacky. It is tacky. Very tacky. You know, those women he's smashing, they they using him for his money. Cause he's not that good looking. No, he's not. And he's corny. They know what he about. Mm -hmm. They know he he's a self hater. Well, so he can get a lot of money out of his ass by just screwing him loose and letting, <laughs> letting him believe Shit, that. Shit, a black woman to do that. <laughs> letting him believe that. Uh, you don't need a white woman for that. What he what he's saying is good. Or a Spanish one. Just to get money out of him. They probably don't give a damn about Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is pathetic. He is. He is pathetic. Saying smashing white woman means it's a symbol of success for black men. No, it may be a symbol of success for you. It's not all black men. No. So Aisha, you know, as a younger person in the group coming up and stuff like that, what do you think about this? Well, I first have to say that I know Nick Cannon for Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. His TV show Wild and Out. So I automatically question is he saying that in like a sarcastic comedic way? Or is he saying that on a serious note? It says to me, anytime you it say depends. 
it always depends on context you know it always everything things are taken out of context every day conversations are cut and snipped for the media every day yeah you know just to give somebody a certain perspective on someone else right, right. so i just question was he being serious when he said it or was he just playing because mariah carey is black she's gorgeous too and he was married to her so it's like obviously you know you're not prejudiced against black women yeah so it just i just kind of feel like he probably said it in a funny way or trying to be funny way or in a sarcastic way but if he was serious then that is very degrading to his own kind period it's so and there's a lot of men out there that feel like they can't date a black woman because we have too much attitude but the thing is the thing is with that is like you see black women you know black men they think they're the only ones that had to struggle here in america doing slavery and you know, it was also some black women, black women, they're black they struggled mothers. struggled the worst. They struggled the worst because not only were they being, you know, raped and mm-hmm. beat mm-hmm. at the same time by, by, you know, slave owners at the time, but they were also being beat and put down and shut down by their own black men. <coughs> so when he say stuff like that, I don't care if it's, you know, what content it is. You, I don't think you should be putting out a message like that. Especially if you want to uplift so-called black people in this country. You know what I'm saying? That's all they talk about. And it's just so annoying when I think about the younger generations growing up hating their own mothers because of the color of their skin. Or, you know, do you realize that your mother is black? Do you realize that your grandmother's black? Do you realize that your your daughter is black? She has black, if anything, because she, you know, you made her. You know what I'm saying? What does that say about, you know, all the women in your family? And my thing is, I don't think it's just black women, because black women, like all women, women want to be treated right. I don't know one woman, one female out there, I don't give, I don't care what race she is, that don't want to be treated right. Now, if you're treating this woman better because her complexion is lighter, then black women is not the issue. You are. Yeah. You are the biggest issue in your own life because you self-hate. Yeah, you shouldn't be putting that out there like that Mm -hmm. because kids and stuff see him. Yes. And he's doing stuff like that. It's not everybody's fault that you choose to put yourself down mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. don't don't want to look at yourself don't want to celebrate yourself want black women to look down you know what i'm saying like if black women go out and get weaves what they say you hear all the comedians talking about all the rappers everybody wants to snatch their wig out but guess what all these other initiatives of women they get weaves too yeah. they get breast implants they get yeah. you know butt implants they get tan matter of fact they do anything they can I ain't gonna say all but a lot of them do everything they can just to mimic mm-hmm. a black woman yeah natural but features natural features natural features cause at the end of the day you know like for his like butt and stuff like that black women you know not just black women you know Spanish women and a ethnic lot of different ethnic women are known for having like nice hips mm-hmm. you know so you know curvy you know we curvy mm-hmm. You know, and it's just sad that, you know, nothing is wrong with. Blue Noise with Talisa Ann and I am back. It's my time to pull out the bowl. KK started this, so out the bowl with Talisa Ann is what this segment is going to be called. Out the bowl with Talisa Ann. Let's see what I'm going to pull. What a pool, what a pool, what a pool. What a pool, what a pool, what a pool. A restaurant. <laughs> Come on.
I did put it in a bowl. No, I have to talk about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm pulling it. Okay, my favorite restaurant. I ain't. I I would love to say my favorite child restaurant, of course, was Mickey D's, but as a teenager, it was definitely Bonanza Steakhouse. Yes, it's over there and it grows because you know I'm from the Dallas. I'm from the D-Town, DFW area metroplex. But I'm originally from D-Town. And my favorite restaurant was in Pleasant Road on Buckner. And it was called the Bonanza Steakhouse, which, you know, it's your... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some South Dallas. Good luck. What? Hell yeah. Man. So. Wait. I spend my last time on some food from um, Good Lucks. Link baskets. What's your favorite meal at Good Lucks? The link baskets, of course. Oh my God! I remember when we was okay. Let me. She's just itching. She's just ready to go, honey. She's just ready to go. What is your favorite restaurant, Aisha? Well, I just have a question. I for KK. Okay, KK. Okay. Do you think Rudy's is? Not as good as Good Lucks. You think Good Lucks is better than Rudy's? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. What? Ain't nothing like home cooking. Y'all crazy. Y'all are crazy. Rudy's is home cooked too. But it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't Good Lucks. It ain't from the I sunny like, south side of I Dallas. I like Golden Chick Wicked Wings. Oh my. I love Golden Chick Wicked Wings. We gotta give it, but it ain't better than Good Lucks. Yeah, they are. Okay, only because of seasoning. I'm a real big fan of seasoning. And you're also a different generation. That too. So, I like Rudy's chicken because their seasoning is so good. Plus, the fries are delicious. And golden chicken. Golden Chick. Golden Chick, I'm going to be honest. Golden Chick got some good Wicked Wings, man. I love them Wicked Wings. They actually, they don't just have good Wicked Wings. They have good food, period. I mean, it's it's Southern Cook with all the good seasoning and stuff like that. I don't know, maybe a Caucasian woman, a Spanish woman, and a black woman, they all got together and they came mm-hmm. up with the recipe. Oh, but it, it tastes like every ethnicity. <laughs> it's really good. Now, I'm back with KK, and she's going to put from the bowl. I mean, out the bowl. Out the bowl, KK. Out the bowl. Out the bowl. Hey. Out the bowl. Out the bowl. Out the bowl. <laughs> out the bowl. Open. Open. What's open? Open sesame. Whatever word you pull, you gotta talk about it. What's open tonight? <laughs> what comes to mind when you hear open? Yeah, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear open? I guess uh, open spirit. Open spirit, okay, okay. Details. Uh, spiritually, mm-hmm. you can take yourself where you want to go. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really do like that. Ain't nobody got to know. It's just you. Just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to be. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. That's a good point. That's uh, Sandra K. I mean that. <laughs> I do. I mean that. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, we've been doing that since we were kids, though, yeah. if you think about it. And I don't want to go deep into it. Yeah. But, you know, as a kid, we had to go there. But we're going to keep it moving. Uh, we're going to... Who's Out the bowl, Aisha LaShawn. Out the bowl. Out the bowl, Blue Noise. Okay, what did I get? With Talisa Ann. I got <clears throat> Instagram. 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 Hey, Instagram. This is blue underscore chocolate 44. So, 
As for those who don't know, which a lot of people do, but if anybody on there doesn't know, Instagram is a social media site where you can share videos and pictures and live stream to your followers. Mm -hmm. But a lot of stuff gets started on Instagram. Instagram is a messy platform for a lot of messy people. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I can't think of one beef between you know artists that didn't have something to do with a post on instagram but don't you think some of those artists just do that post just for publicity i mean every i feel like everything that's done as an artist that's done publicly is for publicity Most whether definitely. it's in a positive light or a negative light fake gets, story yeah whatever in a positive light or negative light it gets people talking about you which is what you want at the end of the day yeah yeah but the thing is i mean i love instagram hey instagram it is me blue chocolate underscore 44 Hi. But anyway, I'm sitting here with Aisha LaShawn and Sandra K. And Sandra, what do you feel about Instagram? Or do you even have an Instagram? I don't give a damn about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get on Instagram. I ain't never been on Instagram ever. It don't mean a damn thing to me. Oh my God. That's Sandra K. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready for this team. The dream team is what I'm saying. Yeah, Instagram. But I'm a. It's KK. Well, I keep calling her KK because her name is Sandra K, and I call her KK all her life because, you know, this is a nickname. Like, my nickname is Shushu. So, KK after bow, after bow. It's your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, it's my turn. They say it's my turn. Let's see what I got. Let's see what I got. When I pull out the bow and... Mexican food, yay! Love oh my it. god, love yeah. it down! Love oh my it. god, I love Mexican oh, y'all food. Y'all gonna make me want tacos. Oh my god, but love the thing it. is, I don't like the Tex-Mex Mexican food. I like the original, you know, mom and pop stand Mexican yeah. food, the authentic Mexican food. You know, the Tex-Mex is more like Taco Bell and a lot of other things that's out there. I'm not saying y'all food is not good, but. Uh, it's not authentic. It's not authentic. <laughs> you know, because you get them real seasons in there. You get them. Oh, my God. It's the real meat. I mean, I got Sometimes I feel like I don't have tacos. Like, I can eat tacos from a Mexican place. You know, one of those little trucks or, you know, carts or something like that before I go into the restaurants these days. Mm-hmm. Because it's... It's not because their food is... Actually, it is because their food is better. Because it's better seasoned. It's made with more passion. And eventually, when you, once you start making money, you start looking for cheaper ways to make food. So you start cutting back on the spices and stuff like that. We got to pay for salsa <laughs> and all this old different stuff. one tablespoon of meat. You only get one tablespoon full of meat. And the season itself is not the same. And that's when I think it going to Tex-Mex. I know you love Mexican food. What's up, KK? I love it. Love it. I eat it. If, it's, if, if I had to eat between Mexican food and any other food, I'd probably just choose the Mexican food. Most oh, definitely, yeah. most definitely. I the love rice. Mexican food. Oh my goodness, they're rice. I oh love Spanish rice. Spanish rice is good. Damn, why you had to say it like with a deep dog? I love Spanish rice. Like, is it a turn on for you? It just, it makes me hungry. That's all. It makes me really hungry. Spanish rice is definitely good, but there's also a flip side. And, you know, I'm going to bring in that flip side. Food poisoning. Yes. I got food poisoning. Yeah. I I got food poisoning myself. And the Chinese rice. Well, we ain't talking about Chinese rice right now. We're talking about 
food part and the flip side of Mexican foods when you got a court and you're on the corner and you don't have the proper you know for tools and refrigerator and well, stuff like that believe I it or not the first time I got food poisoning was from eating street tacos and I wasn't even at like a food truck or anything yeah. I was in an actual restaurant oh wow and they a was restaurant? one of, a restaurant oh. it was one of those restaurants where you can see them like cut the meat off the thing and everything mm-hmm. and I guess they didn't cook it all the way mm-hmm. or the meat that was hanging there had been left out overnight or I don't know what it was, but I ate four of those tacos. Or had I, just been sitting in there too long. Yeah, either way, there was some bacteria that my body did not agree with and I got so sick. Yeah, and food poison is no joke, man, because I don't actually have food poison because I used to go and buy those tacos at the taco stand faithfully, you know what I'm saying? And when I get ready to go to work, I'm like, I got to stop at the taco stand, I got me a donut, I got my blunt, you know, I'm cool, all I need is a taco and a donut. Mm-hmm. And the next day I was sick. <laughs> So that's the, f- the downside from buying from a lot of different, that, you know, And that's probably a bad combination, Mom. What? How are you going to say that's a bad combination? A taco and a donut? I have to have, I don't know, I just have to have some sweet because, you know, my mom, she cooked a lot of sweets. You know, we she, we, we sugar babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why she always called me sugar mouth? Yeah, sugar mouth because mom, <laughs> she, she loves. called me sugar mouth. Yeah, she, <laughs> she loves, cause, that's because she sugar mouth. Mm-hmm. Lou knows with Talisa and while I talk about your mom and your daddy, your dogs, and your cats, and we'll be right back. Blue Noise with Talisa Ann. Like I said, I'm sitting here with Sandra K and Aisha LaShawn. We are at the bowl on this segment right here, and it's your time, Sandra K. All right. All righty, all righty, all righty. I don't know. <coughs> Cheesecake. I love some cheesecake. Some of them are so goddamn good. Yeah. And what I say about them so yeah. goddamn good. But the first time I actually tasted cheesecake was at Sloshby's. I had well, I was working with, you know, a cousin of ours, and she had got me on working with her at Sloshby's. And I had never tasted cheesecake before, you know. And and I had you know, the fresh sandwiches and stuff like that. So I ordered this cheesecake, and I've been in love with cheesecake ever since. But the thing is... All cheesecake ain't good cheesecake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all cheesecake is good cheesecake. I've had some nasty cheesecake. Oh my goodness. But I know, um, I like the strawberry cream cheesecake. Yes. I like the crust a lot. I think that's what I like. I can eat the whole cr- the whole edge of a cheesecake before I ever get to the middle. <laughs> well, you just like the crust and not the cake itself. Well, no, I like the cheesecake, but I just I feel like you know that it's always a really thin crust. Yeah. So you know, in the middle, there's just too much filling on top, too much cheese in the cake. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who time is it now? At the bowl with Talisa Ann. This segment is called At the Bowl with Talisa Ann. It's the Aisha Lashawn to pull from the bowl. At the bowl. I got South Dallas. South Dallas, what? What? Sunny South, 
side is where I'm from. That's where I'm from. I'm from sunny south side of Dallas. I'm talking about Park Road. We talking about Martin Luther King. We talking about Banks, man. We talking about Meadow. We talking about Jeffries. That's all we talking about, sunny south Dallas. Because it's always sunny. It could be raining everywhere else. But right there in the ghetto, in sunny south Dallas, it was always shining. <laughs> You got that right here, <laughs> All the time. All the time. It, it missed South Dallas. Just like a lot of stuff missed Dallas, hurricanes and all this other stuff. It always seemed to miss Dallas. And, you know, growing up as a kid, I feel like, you know, all the good weather was in South Dallas. We had some terrible winters though, back then. I mean, yeah, but we talking about the sunny part of South Dallas, not yeah, the not the shining. cold winters. <laughs> the sun was shining even when it was cold, but yeah, man. it did, it did, and it helped you when that cold hit your ass. But yeah, <laughs> it was there. Oh my God! You remember that? Uh, what was that? The car wash right there on Martin Luther King. We used to stay in the KK apartments. And stuff. Well, we didn't stay over there, but our aunties and cousins did stay in the KK apartments. They was like big, big old complex apartment, you know, look like white projects. <laughs> but they was cool, though. What else do I remember? It's a lot of comedians out there that's from South Dallas also. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Um, I like the singers that are from there. Okay, what singers do you like from there? I like the fact that Johnny Taylor is from South Dallas. What? Johnny to, Taylor? I didn't know that. He used to perform at Blues Palace all the time. Okay, okay. I didn't know that, but okay. Uh, thank you. He's performed at Aunt Clyde and uh, um, Uncle Walter's, uh, that place they used to run in South the Dallas. The big house. Oh, my God. You weren't in South Dallas unless you had a big house. It wasn't like, it was like a really big house but it was an old big house and you know maybe the paint was chipped on the side but that's what people used to go to party in the hood they used to and gamble and get in trouble and have babies and cheat on their wives (laughs) it was called the big house that was right down there on cleveland man that was on cleveland down on sanger and homes man south that was nice you know my thing is you we didn't realize it was a hood until we, you know, moved out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how bad I grew up until I moved out. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. That was South Dallas was like that. That's the flip side. Yeah, we had a good time, but we also had some horrible times. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, one year, you know, I remember this. I was telling Junior about this story. It was like the day before or the day after 4th of July. And my mama told me, it's like, don't you go take your ass out there and pop that black hat. I'm gonna pop a black hat. You know why I want to turn off the black hat? Because it sounds like a shotgun. And I want to. I, I did it anyway. She she went in her room somewhere, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get that black hat. So I stole her lighter. <laughs> I got the lighter, and, and I walked outside. Right? I'm like, hey. I was happy in my moment, and I lit that black hat. Boom! Sound like a shotgun. And guess what? At the same time that I lit this black hat, it was a patrol unit. Oh, a true story. It was a patrol car cops in South Dallas. <laughs> the ghetto, go, the ghetto was sunny <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Where they can see everything <laughs> you doing. <laughs> they kept it the I don't think the sun ever went down. They kept a light on our ass. But anyway, the thing <laughs> is. They was coming down as I went out there and disobeyed my mother and popped that black hat. And, you know, my brother, he was out there. He was taking out some trash from mom and putting it on the curb because we had a big white house <laughs> at the time. And I popped it, and all of a sudden I heard, freeze, 
stop, don't move, get on your knees. I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what did I do? You know, and I had on these big green shorts, right? They was too big for me, and they had stars on them and shit. And they was falling down as the cops was telling me to put my hands up. And I didn't know <laughs> what to do. I, I was just thankful that I had on clean underwear. I oh told Junior the story. This is the first time hearing the oh story. Yeah, and I went out there. But the good thing, like I said about these cops, they came back during Christmas time. And, you know, it was South Dallas because a lot of people were broke. Because <laughs> their house got broken too. <laughs> they had to rebuy presents and stuff like that Gosh. for their kids. And so, but they came back and they actually gave us gifts and stuff like that. And that was pretty cool. But that moment that I had, I'm like, oh, my God. I, I wish I would have just deal with my mama no, told me. Disobeyed your mama. Do, oh, my God. KK, go ahead and tell me some, something you like about South Dallas. Then we'll get to Aisha because me, unlike Aisha LaShawn, me and Sandra K, we grew up over there. But I'm going to be interested to hear what Aisha thinks about South Dallas. I think... It was something was horrible about it, mm-hmm. but mostly I love being there. I love the fact that I was from there. Mm-hmm. I love that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Until that man did that shit behind my grandmother's house, that like some out of the exit shit. Yeah, cowboy. Oh, he tripped out for real. What that scared the hell out of me. I think I was eight years old. Yeah. No, actually, you was a little bit younger than that because I was actually maybe. I think I was probably like six. If I was six or seven, you was you couldn't have been eight because we didn't move over there on Clarence until I was like eight and stuff like that. But we're going to keep the energy up. We're going to tell you that story. We're going to get in details about that. But Aisha, why don't you tell me? Well, of your experience in the city <clears throat> south side. The only real experience that I can recall freshly is when I went for one of my high school friend's memorial. Memorial? Yeah. That's your first experience of self-doubt? Yeah. That's the only thing I can remember. And it wasn't a sad day, you know? It was kind of, it was more like a party. It was more like a party outside at the park, you know? Um, And I went with Lena, my cousin, um, because, you know, they actually had had a relationship which I didn't even know about because he went to my school when I was living with my dad in high school. So that's how I knew him. I didn't know that he was, you know, dating my cousin. But nonetheless, you know, we went and it actually turned out really fun. It turned out really fun. Yeah. And I actually didn't even know it, but I met a lot of people in my family. Like, I had some guys come up to me and trying to talk to me. And, you know, they were like, hey, that's your cousin. Like, (laughs) you stopped that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But outside of that, it it was all good vibes, good people from what I experienced. It's you family. Know? In South Dallas, the thing. It was all family. It's all family in the South Side. It's all people that grew up around each other, went to school with each other. Hey, do y'all got some sugar with each other? Y'all got a ketchup, jelly, peanut butter, syrup? <laughs> you know, chicken. Y'all got a whole chicken? You know, you was able to borrow stuff from people. We was Everybody was close. But the thing is, when you did get in trouble, everybody told it. Yeah, they did. They was watching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it all. I really did. But I had some fun times. Yeah, I had 
a good time too, but I ain't like when everybody told it on everybody. You can't even, you can't get away with nothing. You know, shoo shoo. You know, KK. You know, this person or that mm-hmm. person. Everybody was in your business because that's how close everybody was, mm-hmm. which is something you really don't get in the suburbs. Everybody's pretty mm-hmm. much off to themselves and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't care. You know, everybody conservatives, blue nose with Talisa and.